Welcome to another episode of the Ticklish. Hey, don't don't do that. The Ticklish Travel. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of <laughs> the Ticklish Traveler and his travel tales. Don't do that. forget about these names Sasha Matic Jose Feliciano and a lot of people do not mention Ronnie Millsap enough okay I'm gonna share a story about Kenny Hall he's this old blind fiddle player and he's associated with the Fresno Folklore Society. So every other Sunday they'd show up over there at the bakery at Fig Garden Village down the road from my mom's. And that guy Casey was in there and he was in a wheelchair. I told you a story about him. I think he's paraplegic. I don't know exactly the right name. Anyway, he was in a wheelchair and I'd wheel Casey right over there in the midst of all these Irish, Scottish people playing all this old folk music. And one of the fellas in this group, again, Fresno Folklore Society, one of the fellas played something called Hammer Dulcimer. And it was real pretty. Casey was right in front of the guy. I put him right in front of this guy. And it was so pretty, the song this guy played. Casey started crying. And then I started crying, and the guy playing started crying. We were all crying. It was very emotional. So anyway, there's Kenny Hall, and he's there, and he's really holding down and on that fiddle, and he's moving, and everybody's stomping around and enjoying it. And Casey was smiling then, and we were all having a groovy old time. These are all like relics of hippie era. These women, they were real mellow and everybody. So anyway, I would grab coffee and pastries for all these people playing it was just underneath the patio and there'd maybe be a dozen or so of us listening so i became friends with this born blind man kenny hall and he lived up in oakhurst and every so often they'd have a potluck up there on his property and it was beautiful and stunning and all these words these people use i remember the air was real fresh up there and they had a little creek down below and some of those hippie women they'd go wash their feet and I remember they had hairy armpits and a lot of them didn't wear undies man I miss them <laughs> alright so my friend Ricky Summers was affiliated with these people so whenever there was a potluck he'd tell me about it and we go sometimes way up in the hills some of these people had real beautiful property these old hippie people and Kenny Hall was there and he was playing the mandolin and the fiddled and all these different things so I remember I would bring him some homemade wine that my uncle made and he found out my family come from around Montenegro that's the best wine I've ever had sir. was that Montenegrin red 
dry, sour wine. Yum, 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 yum. It tastes just like this. And then I told him we were from over there. Man, he started laughing. And, and then he was really hoed down in that night. <laughs> well, Kenny used to take walks all alone. And again, this old man, he was born blind. And he would walk around. Well, I'll just have a friend of mine explain it. He knows the story a little bit better. And I just hope everybody enjoyed this. Okay. Give a listen to this fella. My mother once sent me an article out of the Fresno Bee, written by a fellow that uh, was camping in the Sierras one weekend with his family. They heard some rustling around pretty late at night after they had gone into their tents and gone to bed. And they thought maybe it was just a you know, critter of some sort, a woodland creature outside. In the morning, they woke up and they looked out and laying right in the middle of the trail was a fellow sleeping. No camping gear, just a mandolin and a gallon jug of water. They said this fellow got up, had a drink of water, picked up his cane and started off down the trail. So they were just petrified. There's a blind man walking around loose on the John Muir Trail in the Sierras. Now, the ranger fellow told him, you're gonna have to come with me. You can't be up here. And Kenny said, well, why the hell not? Nature is a passion for me. And of course, music is another passion. Different keys would make me think of different climates. F makes me think of an ocean climate and a person standing in the ocean up to the waist in that cold water and the sun shining on B flat is when it's cloudy and the sun ain't shining on you and you're still in that cold water. F and B flat and E flat are all ocean keys. And D makes me think of, well, possibly here or Sacramento Valley, but nevertheless, warm weather. And C, the same thing. F sharp is extremely cold weather. One of the reasons for that is that the freezers uh, that hold uh, half a beef and stuff like that, they're in F sharp. I hear what you see, hear the echo off the bank. I just follow that bank and I don't get too close to it or too far away from it. No one taught me that, I taught myself. You have to be born that way, so that you have to do it. He inspires me because of the way that he confronts life, you know, is the same way that he confronts his music. Okay, everybody, that was Kenny Hall and a friend of mine explaining I used to walk around like that. I hope you enjoyed that little bit. Well, I remember one time Kenny was playing way high up in the hills, his beautiful property, and Ricky Summers drove me up there, and there was just redwoods all around and fresh air and them dark, shiny stars, and I was sitting on the lawn. I had my shoes and socks off and my shirt off, and this hippie lady walked up to Rick, and she was talking to him. Right, yeah, 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 right, 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 K, 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 right, 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 yeah, 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 right, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, my God, she got up, and she walked over to me. She goes, is this guy okay? What happened to him? I go, I don't know, lady. <laughs> she says, you're driving home with him? And I put my hand up in the air. I go, yeah. 
In that regard, he said, okay, you just can't have a conversation with this guy. And we were sitting on the lawn, and we were watching poor old Rick. He was still shaking his head back and forth, and we could hear him. I remember she put her head on my lap, and we were just looking at them dark, shiny stars and listening to Kenny Hall hold down on that mandolin out in the background. I sure did enjoy hanging out with them hippie ladies. And they were real kind to me. They lived in Fresno's Tower District, some of those hippie women from the Fresno Folklore Society. And I'd go do a few chores for them now and then. They'd have me over, and I just hung out with them. It was a lot of fun. It was just kind of unusual to hang out with people who were that mellow and friendly. It was just like a days gone by from the hippie era. And I sure do miss them. And I miss that Kenny Hall and a lot of these people I used to know. He was another Hall of Famer. I didn't know him as well as I did some of those other people I've been mentioning. But I did bring him that homemade wine whenever I found out. They were hold down up in the hills. And I sure do hope everybody enjoyed this. Okay. Dosvidanya. Adopterists, get out your steel nets and let's go catch the iron butterfly. Man won't wear off as the day wears on. Man won't wear off as the day wears on. Man did shut through the longest day. deodorant. It doesn't turn off, even after you turn in. Man won't wear off as the day wears on. Man won't wear off as the day wears on. Well, hello again, everybody. Don't forget about old Samuel Langhorn Clemens. Now, there's a name for everybody. All right. Well, I was helping out this old fella at the soup kitchen here in Nebraska and it's also a food pantry and I lugged a big heavy box out and put it in the back of his old beat up truck we were talking shook hands he's down from Missouri way so I told him I was there a couple of year back and I had a good time over there and I came back and I've been rolling through my memory about those people that came in that food pantry there down in southern Missouri <laughs> one lady walked in one day I helped her in she had that witchy hair she had a real pointy chin she had the wart on the end of her nose she looked like a witch so I sat her down and we had a conversation which meant I just listened to all her miseries you know I had a double heart attack and I I cut myself and I I can't move my knee, and my fingers won't work, and I'm almost blind. And Barbara was shaking her head, laughing, pointing with her finger, and I helped move some boxes in the back. <laughs> Barbara's in charge. She says, don't listen to her. She just fell down last night. She drinks too much. None of that stuff happened. 
So when I came up front, there was my old friends, Linda and Leo. Oh, <laughs> oh boy, what fun they were. Oh, boy, Linda was this little round lady. Her face was so fat and chubby, you could hardly tell what color her eyeballs were. And her husband was hobo. He had that real ugly beard and the big wire glasses. He looked like he was right out of the 1930s. So here come in this couple, and they sat down next to this fake heart attack lady. And Linda started talking to her. Yeah, my house burned down. And they took a shovel in my husband's face and smooshed it in. And then our cat ran away. And somebody stole our furniture. And our barn burned. And this heart attack lady looked over at me. <laughs> and she says, I thought I had problems. And Linda just kept going. I took a club and I bashed the little neighbor's kid's ears in. He was breaking our windows. And he took all our four corn pops. And he stole our cereal. And somebody broke our chairs, and our cat ran away, and somebody stole our dog. <laughs> this lady and me and Barbara, everybody in there was laughing. Everybody could hear her. she was screaming. And then her husband, Leo, he goes outside, this hobo-looking guy, and he starts smoking a cigarette. And he's leaning, 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 whoop, sure enough. Poor guy fell down. I had to lug him out of the gutter. I brought him in. I put him over my shoulders. He's a little guy, probably around 170 and 510. Anyway, I dropped him off on the table. <laughs> I said, hey, Linda, here's your husband. Oh, he's got epilepsy. Oh, and she starts pushing on his chest and grabbing some papers. He doesn't got epilepsy. He's just drunk. <laughs> So those are some of the people that used to come into the food pantry down Missouri Way. And this guy brought back a lot of memories. Boy, oh boy, what fun that was. And I hope everybody enjoyed listening to this. Okay, follow. After you once try Old English 600, it's really worth going a little out of your way to buy it. Remember the name, Old English 600. Yes, sir, remember that name. You'll never forget the taste. Wow! Well, hello again, everybody. Doberdon. Good day. So I show up at the Serbian church there in Fresno, California. And after the services, I wheeled my old friend Alex Bulajic out in the back. We were done earlier than everybody else so as usual we were back there all alone some kids were running around in the grass area so anyway me and alex were talking i was sitting up on the barbecue pit and i was telling them all about Prague. and those old slabs back then they really were enthused when somebody came back from europe did you have a good time yeah i sure did alex i was lucky enough to get food poisoning <laughs> he says, you better watch out who you kiss when you drink that slivovica. They'll poison you. I said, it's not who I was kissing, Alex. It's where I was kissing her. <laughs> so, Nettie just happened to come back right when I said that. His old wife 
and she had an American lady with her, and she was shaking her little pointy finger at me. Shame, shame on you, young man. So I took Alex, and I wheeled him in his wheelchair, and we went in the corner of the church and sat underneath an orange tree. I sat in the dirt, and I told Alex's story. What happened? I said, well, Alex, I ate some food from a machine, and I got sick. What would you do that for? Well, it was late at night. Anyway, I was staying in the outskirts, and I got real sick, Alex, and I had to go up these stairs, and I could hardly make it, and I, I was banging on the neighbor's door. Pomoji Mini, Pomoji Mini, help me, I says. And this little Bulgar guy comes out with a bristly beard, and he's Zostel, Zostel. He says, why? So anyway, he called the ambulance for me, and these guys did not carry me down all these stairs. I guess I'm just too big. Anyway, I kind of stumbled down a couple stairs, and these guys, ah, they're laughing. That Bulgar guy went with me and made sure I didn't crack my head open. So I end up at this hospital, and it was real dark and dreary and cold. So they put me in this room all alone, and these real foxy older nurses, they were taking turns giving me sponge baths. <laughs> I says, Alex, that was one of the funner nights of my life, and he turned beet red, and the lady, <laughs> she was kind of easy drooping, this American lady, and again, she's shaking her finger at me, shame, shame, and Alex cussed her out in Serbian, so she took off again. I'm telling Alex, I said, yeah, Alex, that was a lot of fun. I didn't mind staying overnight getting all in sponge baths. So anyway, the next day I paid, and I went back, and I thanked this Gregor guy, this Bulgarian neighbor of mine, who I had not met before that. I was there, I don't know, a couple months. So anyway, we were celebrating. I had this paper, and it was telling me what to do. All right, so... Warm beer on the table. Then, Slivovica, homemade brandy. And then I was smoking cigarettes. And Alex is laughing and laughing. I said, you know, Alex, I thought it was kind of funny. They wanted me to drink beer and Slivovica. And then I was eating all this real greasy sausages, this stinky cheese. <laughs> well, I looked at the top of the paper and it said what not to do. And oh boy, I sure took care of that whole side of that paper. <laughs> so me and old Gregor, we went down to the local bar down the road and we went to celebrate. And we had a couple of drinks with this real tall blubbery lady. And we went back to Gregor's. And we were all singing. And we woke the neighbors up. They got mad. So I walked this blubbery lady home, and she fell in the bushes. <laughs> I lifted her out, and I walked her home. She lived there in the neighborhood around the corner. And I had a real good time, and I thought I'd share that with Alex. And everybody, I hope you enjoyed this story, because I sure had fun over there. Oh, and when I walked Alex... To the church and took him to his car. 
Nettie was thanking me. Thank you, sir. Glad to see you again. I'm glad you had fun. Yeah, it was good to see you too, Nettie. I hadn't seen anybody for a long time. And that American woman walked by again and shook her finger at me and didn't even say anything. So I put Alex in the car. He was still beat red from that sponge story of those nurses. <laughs> so I hope everybody enjoyed that story. Okay. Follow. Hello, Mrs. Johnson. You self-righteous woman. Sunday school teacher. What brings you out slumming? Do you reckon the preacher would approve where you are? Standing here visiting with a backsliding Christian in a neighborhood bar. Well, yes, that's my bottle. And yes, that's my glass. And I see your eye falling. This pretty young lass. It ain't none of your business. But yes, she's with me. And we don't need no sermon, you self-righteous woman, just let us be. The Lord knows I'm drinking, the Lord knows I'm drinking and running around. And, running around. and he don't need your loud mouth informing the town. The Lord knows I'm sinning. self-righteous pity I don't need your preaching and I don't need your pity so go back to whatever you hypocrites do and when I talk to heaven be nice and I'll put in a good word for you the Lord knows I'm drinking Good talk later tonight.